Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, thank you for joining us for our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we equip you as you lead. We're so excited. We um, Before we get started, actually, we have a few great things coming up that we want to get in your ear. We have our marriage seminar and our parenting seminar. It's going to be simple and sacred with the Towers from Florida. And they were amazing. Every time they've come, it's just done wonders for my marriage and my parenting. So I highly recommend you come to this. Engaged, married, come to this. You don't want to miss it if you're parenting, single parent, a family, you're fostering, whatever it is, come and hear from them, glean from them. We really need to um, enhance our marriages and our parenting in this season because we want to be a light to those around us. So that'll be February 25th for the marriage seminar and March 4th for the parenting seminar. Visit pearlside.org slash life dash matters to register or register on the app. Now we're going to jump in. Oh, actually one more thing. One more thing. One more thing for all you coaches, leaders and apprentices. We're so excited. Uh, Pastor Billy has has been wanting to have this training here um, for our School of Empowerment. It's a spiritual empowerment, um, one week long, July 10th to 14th um, class that we're going to have where you're going to learn about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and how to walk it out, live it out, and minister with it to our small groups, those around us, the lost around us. It's going to be a powerful time for our leaders. Yeah, you know, this is going to be a really great time. I want to highly encourage it, especially uh, we're opening this up, first of all, to all of our leadership community. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really want you to come and let's get empowered by the Holy Spirit, learn how to minister in it. It's a week long, so it's going to be an investment, but this is going to be an intensive opportunity. Pastor Reggie Roberson and his wife Bomi will be here from North Mm -hmm. Carolina, powerful prophets uh, in the body of Christ. Pastor Jim Critcher, another prophet of God, Um, and and just many others. Pastor Nelly Atiga is going to be leading us in worship. It's going to be an amazing time. Time of equipping mm-hmm. us in empowerment. So School of Empowerment, don't miss it. Yep, save the date, July 10th to 14th. More information to come. And now we're going to jump into our small group discussion guide for the week. Pastor Billy, take us away. Yeah, so we are continuing our series, Miracles. And after feeding the 5,000, that amazing miracle that Jesus did, um, the scripture tells us that he put his disciples in a boat and he sent them uh, across the lake uh, while he did some other things, spent time with the Lord, dismissed the crowds, etc. And in the middle of that, they encountered a storm. And so a few points here as we d- dive into the discussion. First of all, sometimes Jesus leads us through storms to build our faith. You know, while John's uh, account doesn't state that Jesus put them in the boat and sent them into the lake, Matthew and Mark's, the other synoptics do. Mm-hmm. You know, it says immediately Jesus put them in a boat and sent them across the lake. So he sent them into this storm. Right. And, you know, sometimes we can, you know, get a little uh, dumbfounded by that. But, you know, sometimes God does lead us through storms. Right. Um, he never promises us a storm-free life, mm-hmm. but he does promise how we can have a storm-proof life. And sometimes as we go through storms, people can get discouraged. Well, what happened? Why did this happen? Am I not in the will of God? Well, sometimes you can be in the will of God and still experience storms in your life. And there's a reason. It's to build our faith. But what's encouraging to me is, number two, remember that Jesus is near to us amid the storms. Amen. The scripture tells us that Jesus was came to them walking on the water uh, and was coming towards them in the storm. So he wasn't unaware of what they were going through. He knew full well, and he was coming near to them in that storm. Uh, but number three, our own efforts are never enough. Jesus calms the storms when we invite him into our boat. You know, it says that they paddled all night long. And in the fourth watch of the night, somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., you know, think about that. If you're paddling all night in a storm, right. you know, that, that's, that's, you know, you get kind of stressed out at that point. But it was when they invited Jesus into the boat mm-hmm. that the storm stopped. 
and they ended up where they needed to be. And I think there's a lot of lessons in that, that we need to invite Jesus into the boat of our lives and the boat of our storms, because sometimes we try to figure it out on our own, and it's not working out. Well, the great thing, I love what God's so gracious that he comes near to us and he waits for us to invite him in. Mm -hmm. If I'm Jesus, I would have barged my way in. Okay, losers, I got this, you know. Mm Um, see, that's why I'm not Jesus. But, <laughs> I was say. but he invited, he waited for them to invite him, and when they invited him in, the storm was calm. Right. And what's also really encouraging is on the other side of the storm, when they got to their destination, there were people there that God had called them to reach, and revival right. broke out in that region uh, when they got there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, as you reflect on the main thought passages and the weekend sermon, you know, what is the Lord? highlighting to you and why michelle what would you say in that yeah actually i paddled canoe for a lot of years and so when i read this story i just think to myself um yeah i would freak out too <laughs> yeah and i would be paddling the heck i'd be bailing water and pad- i don't even think i'd look up right i don't even think i'd look up to think help is coming anywhere right. near and that's so much of what i saw a lot in my early christianity too is is you know i was new walking with the lord but i still had done so much life just self sufficiently mm. just thinking that i got to uh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and get right. and get through this and and suck it up and survive and i think the the beautiful thing about coming to jesus and coming into discipleship relationships and small group and church and having community around me it's really helped me to see that jesus is near right. he's near through people right he's he's near through the church he's near through his word he's near through his spirit and he actually guides me through the storms now right and so i I think about you know this last storm we had with my husband and i having a few miscarriages Mm. um and uh, you know i thought man i told my husband if we were 28 and this happened i i i I don't know Mm -hmm. if i knew jesus was as near but this time when we went through it it's we knew Jesus was so near. Mm-hmm. We knew there was purpose. We knew he wouldn't waste anything. Was it hard? Absolutely. Was there grief? Absolutely. Was it dark? Absolutely. But we never lost sight of yeah. him and he was there and we we clen- we clung on to him, right? And then he walked us through it and there was greater purpose. Yeah. Right? We're still ministering to yeah. many families that have walked through or are walking through the same thing. That's a great I mean that's a great point. I mean as you were talking I was even thinking about, you know, Paris and Twinkle and how mm-hmm. they, you know, were infertile for many years and that storm you know, I'm sure there were moments where they felt like, God, why'd you lead us through this storm? You right. know, I thought you want us to have kids. Don't you want us to populate the earth? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but if they didn't go through that storm, they wouldn't have fostered the 14 right. kids that they fostered. Right. right. And and sometimes there's a reason for the storm. We can't recognize it. Mm-hmm. God hasn't abandoned us in the storm, but right. there's a reason for the storm to build our faith. And now they're having their own child plus foster children right. and the foster kids that they ministered to before. And so, you know, we don't understand the storm mm-hmm. sometimes and, and most of the time. But knowing that he's near us and there's a reason behind it to build us right. up, build our faith, um, helps us to get through the storm. You know? Right. And I, I think we have to remember, what are we coming off of last week's sermon, right? He fed the 5,000 or however many there were with women and children. And so there was this moment where they saw him perform this amazing miracle, right? Which we see in our lives sometimes. And then we walk through a storm and we forget yeah. that he was a God that, you know, did that and, yeah. and you know, that fear. But I'm, I'm glad that they did call out to him, say, you know, Messiah, come into the boat. And I think, you know, this is another level, like you were mentioning in the beginning, the storms are meant to build our That's faith. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. Him. Mark's gospel says that they didn't understand the miracle of the loaves and the fish. Indicating that's why he led them into the storm. You don't fully get it right. yet. 
And Matthew's gospel says when he invited him into the boat and, the, and then the storm stopped. Now they knew that he it's, was the son of God, right? right? So sometimes Jesus knows. Like there's, We need a few things to get us right. there. And so, you know, there's a, there's always a new revelation of Jesus yes. that we get when we go through a storm and we experience right. him in it. You know, Sunday I shared, I had a, James Lee share his testimony of going mm-hmm. through depression, battling mm-hmm. with suicidal thoughts and all this kind of thing. And he told me, you know, and he shared it, right? It was when he started to pray. Right. You know, and when we first talked about this, he, he realized like, man, I, I, I don't do this. Like, I don't pray enough. I don't invite Jesus into my depression right. and into my anxiety. And when he started doing that, God was beginning mm-hmm. to set him free and, and, and change his relationship with his kids and all that. And But I, I just think about how many times we try to get through the storm by ourselves right. and only in the fourth watch of the night when we've tried everything strength, on our now own I'll invite yeah. Jesus in. And and I think that's just a picture for us. So, you know, that leads to, you know, the, 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 the next, question, yeah. the, you know, the next question here. But how has Jesus been near to you in uh, amid a storm in your life? How did you invite him into the boat? And uh, what happened? What did you learn? You know, and there may be something in mm-hmm. there that you can share like James's testimony. But also, thirdly, how are you experiencing a storm right now? Yep. How can you notice Jesus's nearness? How can you invite him into your boat amid this storm? And I think this is where a lot of people get stuck. I'm going through a lot of stuff. I'm going to, you know, whatever. But what do I need to do to bring Jesus into right. the boat of that situation right. so that he can calm the storm? Yeah, and I think a great uh, a great thing to kind of camp on in small group this week is this question, you know, because it has a practical application and we can really help each other to follow Jesus coming out right. of this week's small group and not just not just process, but follow him. And so make sure you don't rush this, this question. Mm-hmm. Take time, break into smaller groups to discuss yeah. it further. And then when there's that action item, when there's like, you know, I, I'm going to, like what you said James did, right? Uh, he invited Jesus in by praying right. about specifically about his depression and anxiety yep. and asking the Lord to come into that space. Right. And then really pray for that. Pray for that activation in each other. And then small group, really reach each other throughout the week. Hold each other accountable to that action. Encourage each other. Exhort each other to the good work of putting Jesus first, of, of bringing Jesus into these things. Encourage your group through this yeah. because it, it is a trial. It is it is hard to stay in the midst of the storm and continue to choose Jesus. And that's why we need each other. That's the beauty of relational discipleship right. is that we have each other to stir each other on. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because we don't realize how much we compartmentalize our mm-hmm. lives, right? We have our spiritual life on Sunday, right. maybe Thursday night at small group, whenever you have a small group. But then, you know, Monday to Friday, I just I just got to paddle on my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that, I just get the picture that a lot of people are doing that. And so it was funny when James said that, you know, like, I never prayed about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, and I, he, even, he even used that term, I compartmentalized mm-hmm. my life. And Jesus wasn't in this boat. Right. And I think how many people are in that place, yeah. you know? And so maybe the, the application is I need to start praying, you know? And mm-hmm. he even said, like, now when, I, when I'm jogging, I'm, I'm listening to worship music. And right. I'm praying. I'm talking to God, you know. When I get angry, I, I pause and I pray now. I mean, simple things like mm-hmm. that really make a huge difference, yes. you know. But maybe it is just being consistent in small group. Because that's another yeah. way that we invite Jesus into the boat, right? Being consistent, coming to church, inviting Jesus into these moments. Not just on the, those moments, but also throughout the weeks. Right. And and I'd love to uh, for all of us to come out with some application because yeah. everyone's going through some storm. Right? How can you invite Jesus into the boat of that? Right. And let's let's process those applications right. together. Another great way to do this together, you know, to really be there to help each other through the storms is to encourage your your people or your 
um, who you're discipling, reaching out to, hey, why don't you just text me when you're in the middle of it's it? Good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to give me details. This is what I do. I don't give details. At, hey, mm. can you pray for me? Yeah. That extension of of saying, I want to activate my faith, not just for me to pray to God, but I'm going to ask someone else as well to battle with me and let them in. Man, that is so powerful. I instantly feel a breakthrough in my spirit when I reach out for for prayer that's as well. Yeah. So that's another quick, easy application. So And make sure we take time to pray for one another in yes. this moment, but also pray for people around us who Absolutely. may be going through storms that we can help bring Jesus into Amen. the boat of their storm. You know, we have a uh, one one more quick kind of kind of announcement. We created on our Pearlside webpage and our app a miracle mm-hmm. wall. Um, I stole this from Pastor Robert Hearn in Pasadena. Um, but um, it's a, a miracle wall. We'd love for you to go there, pearlside.org slash miracles. And you can type in, share with us your miracle. Yes. What has God been doing in your life? And, and, you know, maybe it's something super dramatic. Like there are some stories of you know, physical healings and different things. But maybe it's just God healed you of mm-hmm. depression and anxiety. Or maybe not fully healed you, but you're gaining victory over right. it. Hey, we need to hear those stories. Like James's story. He said, I'm not free yet, but and I'm gaining victory. Right. right? Or maybe a healed a relationship with a family member a child or something a financial provision some kind Mm -hmm. of a breakthrough Mm -hmm. that god's done in your life it doesn't even have to be in the last month but just share these stories because we want to be able to encourage one another and and share the story of what god's done in our lives so go to proset.org slash miracles share with us post on our miracle wall and let's encourage one another together i want to see that thing filled up with stories of what god's done uh in our lives so we can encourage not just ourselves but the people all around us. Amen. Amen. Have a great small group this week. We're so excited to hear about those miracles and we'll uh, you'll hear from us next week. God bless you. Thank you guys.